Hey, it's Gina with the Good News Girl podcast. Welcome to the show. Really glad to have you here. Hope you enjoy the episode. I'm going to use this. That's okay. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Wow, Sandy. Hey. This is great. I'm so excited to be here. This is like my favorite place. So to be speaking is a big deal. I think it's harder to speak in front of people you know and love than it is strangers. (laughs) So yeah, Um, really excited to be here. And I thank you all for coming. Um, So the worship was awesome. Thank you guys for that. It kind of made the way for me. I think a lot of what I'm saying, Emily, you were like taking it all. So that's awesome. (laughs) Made a way for us. I just want to say Uh, Happy birthday to Pastor Kathy and happy Mother's Day to the mothers in the room. I was going to have you all stand up, but I think that the girls did a better job than I could have. So my mom isn't here today. She's actually with my brother. It turns out she's just as much his mom as she is mine. So um, they're having some great fun in Minneapolis. Um, But, you know, Pastor Kathy is such a big deal, and I want to honor her because she makes a way for us, you know. So anywhere that I get to go in the kingdom, it's because she's plowed ahead of me. And so, um, and all of us, you know, that are here, and this is such a special place. I want to thank the elders as well for having me because it's just such a privilege. So thank you all. Um, I want to honor the Holy Spirit. (laughs) That's the most exciting thing. So who was here last week with Amber Twig? I have a quick testimony. Um, You know, I just want to set an expectation for the Lord to do something powerful, to do power, miracles, signs and wonders. That's what the word says. You know, either this word is real and alive or it's not. Either God's real or he isn't. This is Jesus Christ on paper. And so I just I'm going to be in the word a whole bunch. It's not boring. It's exciting because it's the living word of God. And so I just want to tell you guys that last week I was having some back pain and um Amber prayed for my legs to grow out. I'll be honest with you. I didn't feel a thing. (laughs) It felt like nothing. In fact, when she said your leg grew, I didn't even see it. I must have looked away or something for a minute. Didn't feel anything. How many of you know it's okay that that happens? I know everybody gets excited and they want to like see some major, you know, thing happen, but it's okay when it doesn't happen too. And um, anyway, so my back pain was feeling really good last weekend, but I went to the chiropractor who I've been seeing for years on Wednesday, Dr. Misty, we love her. And um, she's just looking at me. I don't say anything to her. She goes, oh, your legs are straight. (laughs) I was like, well, you know, this minister prayed for me, but you know, I didn't even think anything happened. And she goes, she laughed. She goes, it it worked. (laughs) You, You can't make this stuff up. This is real God stuff. Like I didn't feel a thing, but it's real God stuff. So I'm just telling you that because that is just setting you know, the tone for what's going to happen today. I really believe the Lord, he shows up when we share his word. He shows up in his his presence. And um, so what I wanted to talk about today, and I told Jim I would keep it short, so I'm going to try to keep it short for him. (laughs) You guys can all thank Jim later. (laughs) Anyway, quite honestly, how many know, like this is the wild times that we're living in. It is crazy in the world right now. I mean, Never in my lifetime have world events stirring been so wild. And it's like, I think about this and I'm like, what is heaven saying? There's a verse in Revelation that says, you know, he who has ears to hear what the spirit is saying, we're the church. You know, we need to hear what the spirit is saying and know the times. 
The Bible talks about a tribe in Israel, the son, well, the sons of Issachar. They talk about this group of people. And what the Bible describes them as is, I want to read it correctly here. <laughs> Those who understood the, the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. You know, something really wild happened last year with this pandemic. It, it caught me by surprise. And I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell you today that those who know the Lord shouldn't be caught surprised by things like that. And it just, you know, took us into a place. It's like, it's so critical that we know the season that we're living in. And, um, you know, a very famous verse, for everything, there's a season and a time for every activity under heaven. That's talking about seasons, an appointed time, you know, an occasion, a circumstance, a season. And it's like, do we know what the Lord is doing in these seasons? Because um, heaven has strategic timing for specific purposes. And it's those who understand and have an ear to hear it will know what's going on. Um, because the world is doing something and God is doing something. And we want to be a people who know what's going on in the world because I'm going to show you the difference, the fruit of, of both. Um, so the first couple of verses in, um, and I'm going to read a lot of the words, sorry, I'm looking down because I want it, to, it's just, it's life, it's God, you know, but, um, in Proverbs chapter two, it says, my child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands, tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding, cry out for insight and ask for understanding, Search for them as you would for silver. Seek for them like hidden treasures. If somebody told you that there was something in your backyard buried that was worth a lot of money, would you not spend the time to turn over every stone until you found it? God says this, that wisdom and understanding is more treasure, is, is a better treasure than that. So then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. So what I'm hearing from that is common sense comes from tuning your ear to the Lord. <laughs> Protection comes from tuning your ear to the Lord. Um, and we're living in a time right now of great divide. I mean, people could not be further on one side from the other, and it still can feel confusing. You might be over here and looking over there like, maybe I should be over there. <laughs> um, and, and in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, uh, up the next page over, says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. There is a world view for understanding based on that verse, and there's a spirit view of understanding. So there's a worldly understanding. There's a worldly uh, wisdom, and there's a God wisdom and a God understanding. Um, are we, we can be a people who can discern the difference between those two things. Um, but sometimes people say you're crazy when you're relying on this God understanding and God wisdom. Paul tells us in, in 2 Corinthians 5.13 that if it seems that we're crazy, it's to bring glory to God. <laughs> and if we're in our right minds, it's for your sake. <laughs> I think that's cool, you know. So then later on in Proverbs 3, verse 13, it says, Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. So a fruit of God's wisdom, God's understanding, is joy. Joy. So what's the opposite of joy? 
If you can identify the opposite of joy, that's what's operating in a world system understanding. <clears throat> the opposite of joy is, is, is a world system understanding, the fruit of it. In Romans 12, too, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. <laughs> then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So there's so many times when I'm like, what does God want me to do? I don't have clarity, you know, what's going on here? And it's like, oh, he wants to change the way I think. <laughs> And give me, make me into a new person and transform me. And he can actually do that. Um, yeah, no, his, it's so important that you know his voice, though. Like, his voice is love. It's affirmation. It's goodness. It's not shame. It's not beating you up. It's not condemnation or fear or hopelessness. So you have to know what his voice is saying. You know, we all know the story about the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Um, this woman goes to get water at the well, and she meets Jesus. And uh, she's a Samaritan woman. He's a Jew. She says, um, he, he says, can I have a drink of water? And she's like, what are you talking to me for? You're a Jew, you know? So anyway, Jesus says to her, go find your, uh, go get your husband and come back. And she says, I don't have a husband. And Jesus says, you're right. You had five husbands, and the guy you're with is not even your husband. Then it says, She's like, oh, my gosh, who is this guy, you know? And, and he's telling her, I'll give you living water. Uh, you know, what if you take what I offer, that water from the well will dry up, but I'll give you living water. She runs back to her town and tells everybody that she met the Messiah. What person runs back to a town to say, some guy knows all the bad crap I've done and feels transformed and changed? This woman had a renewed mind. Because she met Jesus. <laughs> He's the living water. She didn't go back there and say, this guy knows everything I've done. That doesn't make you feel good inside. That makes you feel terrible. He changed the way she was thinking. She went back to her town. And guess what? Everybody's like, i got to go see this for myself. Because this woman that I knew with the five husbands and some other random guy, she's not the same. And so the Bible tells us in John 4 that, she, that the people came back and saw for themselves and revival started. And then in John chapter 5, you know, there's a guy laying there because we can all, and he's sick. And 38 years, which is how old I am. And Jesus says, what do you need? And he's like, well, no one's here to help me get in because we always have an excuse, you know. I mean, that's a good one. No one's there to help you get in. But then Jesus is like, just get up and walk. He became, again, the living water. It's just interesting, the living water. It's like, his mind couldn't understand. It wasn't his own understanding that he could be healed. His understanding was, I need someone to help me get into this thing and no one's here. His mind got changed, you know? So anyway, in Hebrews chapter 6, <laughs> 18 and 19, talks about the hope we have in God. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. That's why I'm saying this thing's real or it's not. Um, lost my place. <laughs> Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Did you catch that? 
Hope takes you into the inner sanctuary where peace is, where joy is, where the presence of God is. Hope takes you there. Hopelessness does not take you there. So if you're buried your head in what's going on in world facts, I want to tell you there's a difference between truth and facts. I talk about this a lot. The truth is eternal. It never changes. What I'm reading for you today is truth. Facts that are happening in this world that, you know, death and bad things, disease, those are facts. And guess what? They change because they're subject to the temporal realm. When you place your hope and trust in what is the news telling me today to believe, what are the current facts that I should be basing my life around? Guess what? You're going to get tossed around and you're not going to have a stable anchor of hope holding you in place. So guess what? You're not hearing because you're not going into the inner sanctuary when you're believing hopelessness. So you've got to change what you're allowing because what you set your heart to is what manifests in your life. You know, so if the news is your God, yeah, you're going to have probably some fruit of anxiety, some fruit of fear. If, If the word is the newsreel from heaven is your life. This wisdom that says it's foolishness to the world. Where are the philosophers? Where are they now? Foolishness. Foolishness. God says, I used a foolish preacher to get those people who believe to be saved. A foolish preacher talking about, I don't care right now. You know, I don't care if you listen to what I'm saying or not. There's spirit going out. Just tune out and go. My job is to usher you to God. My job is to to send you to Jesus. My job is to present him to you, not for you to focus on what I'm saying. I could care less. (laughs) So that verse in Hebrews 6 talks about those who, who have refuge in him. It reminds me of the great chapter of protection and safety, Psalm 91. Hebrews 6, talking about the hope that we have, those who have the refuge in him. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. That verse doesn't say, hurry up and learn everything that you possibly can to avoid it in your own strength. Avoid bad things coming at you. It says, he will rescue you. He will cover you with his feathers and shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors in the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Listen, you can tell how much a person knows the Lord by what rest they're in when things like this come up and start shaking. Don't dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. A thousand will fall at your side. It doesn't say that this stuff isn't going to happen. 10,000 are dying around you. These evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. He will order his angels to protect you wherever you go doesn't say you got to pray so hard and hope that angel shows up. He's ordering them at his command. <laughs> they will hold you up in their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. I'm believing for this. I already hurt my foot on a stone this morning. <laughs> but listen, I'm not basing my life on facts. I'm basing them on the truth. 
You will trample on lions and cobras, and you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. Love him. Love him. Love him. I will protect those who trust in my name, not in a world system, in my name. He puts his name above it all. Oh, when they call on me, I will answer and I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. He doesn't say, oh, you're calling on me now. No, he says, I will rescue them and reward them with a long life and give them salvation. Oh, you know, yeah, you got to know God as your shepherd, man. You got to know him that way. So if your mind isn't giving you hope, look to Jesus. He's the one that gives you new thoughts. Paul gives us a couple of keys, though. <laughs> In Colossians 3.2, he tells us to fix your mind on things above, not on earthly things. And then later in the, same, in the same chapter, in verse 16, it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Let it, let it rule in your heart. Don't let the chaos of the world rule in your heart. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. In Philippians 4, 8, it says, fix your thoughts on what is true. Another word for that is authentic. Listen, when you start to know, I'll get there, okay. What is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So if your thoughts aren't aligning to those kinds of things, just look to Jesus. He paid a huge price for us. He poured his blood out so that we can have these things. They're available in him. We can just internally turn to him. Even right now, you can just internally turn to Jesus. Forget about what I'm saying. Tim. <laughs> Hey, congratulations, you guys. So cool. What a great day. Um, the whole purpose of a renew renewed mind is really to understand what Jesus did for us and who he is. I mean, it's already taken care of, but your mind getting there is what changes you and transforms you based on that Romans 12 verse. Um, it's just a really, really good time to get discernment, man. The ability to distinguish what's operating behind a system. There's some bad teachings out there, even in, in, in church. You know, we don't want to dwell on it, but like it, the false is brought up in the Bible so that we know about it. It's among us. It's not far off or something that may come, you know, but the best way to prepare for the false is to be an expert in the truth. That's it. You just need to understand the truth. An ex, being an expert in the truth, man, it's like this stuff comes up. You can sniff it from miles away. You don't have to worry. I mean, yeah. So we don't need to fear deception, but we need to be aware of it, and we need to understand what's operating. You know, it's, it's so easy because we just trust in the Lord. Get in this word. This thing's alive. It will change you. Wow. If you want some homework, because I'm not going to even keep – reading these scriptures over and over, but look at 1 Corinthians about halfway through, I think it's verse 18, through 1 Corinthians chapter 2, talks about the wisdom of God versus the wisdom of the world. Study it out. Just like the woman at the well, she went and told the people, but they had to get it for themselves. You can hear me tell you this, but get it for yourself. Go after it. Study it. 
and teach it, man. That's the best way to teach it to yourself is by teaching it to somebody else. <laughs> it becomes real and alive in you, right, Tracy? Tracy and Tony are here, great friends of mine. It's such a blessing that they're here. I love them so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, listen to this verse. This is wild. It's out of the Message Bible. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. It wasn't so long ago that you were mired in that old stagnant life of sin. Listen to this. You let the world, which doesn't know the first thing about living, tell you how to live. <laughs> If the fruit in your life is anxiety and fear, shame, condemnation, you're just believing the wrong system because Jesus loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter who you are. You can have joy. This, it doesn't, it's not just a pretty fancy word. True joy is a big deal. <laughs> it's the opposite of depression. Joy. You can have joy. You can have peace. Hope. Hopelessness is not, is not in God. You have to have hope. His word gives us hope, you know? And then according to Proverbs 2, if you're lacking common sense, I mean, I'm telling you, I've never seen so many people with not without common sense making decisions in my life. It says you're lacking wisdom. And guess what? James says if you're lacking wisdom, you can ask for it. That's a promise in this word, man. People are just making crazy wild decisions and doing wild things. And I, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I was right there at the beginning of all this craziness. But, you know, God uses it. He's using it to, to show me the level at which I know him. He's using your circumstance today to reveal the level at which you know him. It's not a bad thing if you're not there. I talked about my back getting healed. If someone needs their back healed, receive your healing right now in the power of God. My legs are straightened out. It's wild. I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anything. Be authentic. Be truthful. Don't fake it. Don't say, yeah, yeah, I felt that pop. <laughs> that makes you feel better. I felt a pop. No. Just receive him in truth and who he is. Walk in the spirit of abundant life. Jesus died to give you life and life abundantly. Good character is found in him. You can, you can have it. The, the gifts, all of that, it doesn't matter. But it really, when you, when you step into these things Jesus has, it's right there. And so, anyway, that's my message. Did I wrap it up pretty quick? <laughs> Thank you, guys. I just want to pray that, you know, Lord, that you would begin to reveal any places where we lack in knowing you. I want to pray that, God, you would reveal places where we're lacking wisdom or understanding so that we can, you can heal it. <laughs> and, God, I just ask that, you know, coming here Sunday morning, you know, you feel good and everything, but that should carry with you through your week. If you thrive in an atmosphere like this, just remember What's available to you when you step into the Lord? Because all you have to do is just set your focus and gaze on him. It doesn't matter where you are. He can encounter you 
I was having a conversation with Bo the other day and he closes his eyes and I'm, I'm like, do you hear me? And he starts telling me this vision he has of me. He, he just stepped right into heaven in the middle of a conversation. He wasn't like four hours of worship, working so hard, you know, doing handstands and all these things, magic tricks to get into God's kingdom. He just stepped right into what is available. Angels are here. They're all around. I mean, the Bible says it. They're here to help us. They're here to minister to us. So, God, I thank you for each and every person that walked into this place today. Set a fire in them, God. Light them on fire. Hi, Katie. Happy Mother's Day. I just bless the mothers. You know, um, I'm not a mother, but I have a mother, and every single person in here does too. And so we honor the legacy of mothers who have gone gone on and they're in glory cheering us on down here man they're in glory cheering us on and the mothers in the earth we just thank you for what you've done because it's a big deal a praying mother is a big deal and uh it's why i'm here so thank you jesus for mothers and uh thank you for this time on earth we're in a strategic time May us be a people who can discern what is going on and understand what to do. What are we to do today? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Again, happy birthday, Pastor Kathy. Just bless you. We bless, I just pray that you have a, a favored day. All of the mothers favor over you in your day, but in your life, increase of favor, just wild, cool things happening in your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Amen. Well, let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Wow. If you need prayer, I'll be here. If you want some prayer.